Yeah. All right. Another week. And we are back again. It is the best of both worlds of wrestling podcast. I am Chris. And I'm Khalil. We are chock full of content today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you... Well, we'll get into it, but there's been the news. The dirt sheets have been on fire the last week. Yeah. The dirt has been dirty. Um, yeah. <laughs> before we get into the 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 oomph of all of that, we got another rest in peace that we got to shell out in the wrestling world. Uh, they're all dropping, but in a way, some of these folks have really been uh, been around a long time. So, you mm-hmm. know, if you're a millennial like us. Or you're in any generation prior to us, you may know this dude that played General Adnan in uh, the WWE during the uh, the Sergeant Slaughter Iraqi sympathizer gimmick run. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just make sure I want to get his name correct. Uh, this man's name was Adnan Al Kasi or Kaisi. Um, he was born in Iraq, and I think I actually didn't know Saddam Hussein at one point. Uh, came to the United States, uh, believe played football, and then wrestled uh, for a university and spent his time between... He had a WWE run where he played a Native American character uh, in the <laughs> 70s. And then he went to the AWA, had a couple feuds. He came back to WWE for that run with Sergeant Slaughter, early 90s. Um... But this dude was born in 1939. He passed at 84 years old. During the pandemic, I had wanted to revisit some of those old storylines and like, because it was going on when I was younger, but I, you know, I didn't catch every episode to really get the oomph. So I wanted to know where it all started. Yeah. And I watched him and I watched, you know, I watched the whole thing play out. And I was like, yeah, I used to just Google people, see if they're still alive. And I'm like, damn, this dude's still kicking. Mm-hmm. So shout out to General Adnan and, you know, uh, a life well lived, man. Uh, yeah. I think I've used his um I think in one of the 2K games they had his mannerisms and like the list of taunts and entrances and stuff. I'm I'm pretty sure I use it for one of my created wrestlers. (laughs) You know, I used to really try to I used to I haven't created wrestling in so long. That was one of my great joys, like when I was at high school, like SmackDown versus Raw, I would make wrestlers. I have a memory card here with still some of the ones I made. I I would still play with them to this day. They got some fly moves, great personalities. Listen, <laughs> hours wasted, hours wasted. Just I would build whole rosters. Yeah, like I had, I, I had, I had women. I had mm-hmm. heavyweights, super heavyweights. I had cruiserweights. Yeah, you know, I had them. I had them all, man. And I, at one point, when I played the game enough, I would just they would just fight each other, man. <laughs> And that was, you know, the rivalries off of that. But yeah, do a battle royal with all created wrestlers and just let them see who's the best. Oh, it'll always be my player, of course, the one modeled after me personally. But that's the that's the goal. That's yeah, the that's goal. in the side. Rest in peace, General Adnan. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, man. They say death so comes catch, in threes. Catch us, catch us up, man. A lot happened since the last time we were. Uh, Recording. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if y'all heard, but um, they fired your boy Phil. CM Punk is no longer a part of All Elite Wrestling. 
and it had to be um well according to Tony Khan it's not something he wanted to do as much as it was something that he had to do and um he said he for the first time in the wrestling business he feared for his safety and his life Bruh. um so one can Thanks. only surmise Bruh. It was some kind of issue where Punk lunged at him or something during a um a meeting in private. But um yeah. Yeah, yeah it wasn't that guy and it wasn't like, a he was fired. We should make a um a clarification apparently. There's very specific language to his uh dismissal. He was they said he was fired with cause. So yes. I think that is why he had to throw in I feared for my life because I I'm like bro if CM Punk lunge at me I'm not fearing for my life I'm like yeah. if, if no if nobody pulled a gun out backstage no one should yeah. fear for their life so anything short of that miss me but the uh the validity of being fired with cause in this case is mm -hmm. they do not have to pay him out the rest of his yes. contract if they yes. use that language and they cite that and yeah. so maybe he violated. Something that was in a in their new agreement since he came mm -hmm. back or something like that, and it allowed them to say, "Yo, if someone feels threatened enough by you, we can fire you with cause, and you won't get paid whatever you're owed, so on and so forth." Yeah. And so, sorry to cut you, but cause I just want to make sure people understand, like, because I at first when I first read it, I was like, "My nigga, you can you cannot be fearing for your life." Back, there's no way it's okay. Yeah. People get into yeah. scuffles. Have you not seen a fight? Cut it out. But now I realize, like they were just, you know, I guess they, you know, when you doing the legal thing, you building a case, you gotta <laughs> exacerbate everything. I make it look bigger. You know what yeah. I mean? So I, I kind of get it in that in that sense. Yeah. So I want a couple of things to be clear that he didn't get fired for the altercation. With Jack Perry, the punishment for that was a suspension. The firing had something to do with a meeting he had with Tony Khan. Oh, so yeah, so um, it was um, because the reason Tony had to use that specific language was because, according to reports, there was a I think like Punk was really upset. I think he was threatening to quit. And I think he lunged at Tony during like I don't think he was gonna do anything, but like we we're not we're never gonna know the exact specifics of the truth. He what happened. Intimidate him. Yeah. But um Which do you really need to I, intimidate Tony Khan, right? Yeah, Tony Khan is not a a a warrior, if you will. Like he is not a a fighter. He's a, I'm going to let my security handle it. <laughs> Someone call the police. Like, let's be serious. But um, it is, and I, and people are mad at Tony. And they're like, oh, the elite is behind it. Da, da, da. And I'm like, listen, if there is, Sam Punk is Tony's favorite wrestler, first of all. That needs to be known. Because when AEW first was being conceived and conceptualized, he tried to get CM Punk from that. But mm -hmm. CM Punk just wasn't down. Um, so and if we're being honest, the fact that CM Punk was still employed after everything that had not forget the brawl. The 
role is a separate issue. Just the scrum itself, the way he handled the scrum himself, mm -hmm. the fact that he wasn't fired, he was brought back, and he got effect for argument's sake, his own show, Collision. I don't think Tony would have fired him unless it was the absolute last thing he could he had to do. That man loves him some CM Punk. Like, there was reports when CM Punk came back, Tony himself was in Gorilla chanting CM Punk at the top of his lungs as if he was in the crowd. So... That's it's, so it's funny. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Like, that's the kind of wrestling dork Tony <laughs> Khan is. But um, <laughs> it's unfortunate that things happen this way because, like, even before all this, um, when he initially, initially came back, it was, it was a shot in the arm for wrestling. Oh, yeah, please. Like, it was a shot in the arm for wrestling. And um, his absence will be missed, obviously, but... I don't think I don't think it's doomsday for AEW. Oh, they'll be like, alright. I mean, they were around yeah, before be, him. They'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. They'll be fine. But, um, I just think um they you know they they get dealt a bad hand. We gotta be honest about this also. We gotta remember this company's like three years old or something like that, right? Yeah, and so four. four years old. So like these are growing pains. Mm -hmm. And they're learning how to run a promotion successfully. They are the second biggest promotion in this country and have the backing to continue to be that. There's no competition below them. That's close. Right. And so, you know, they're learning like what it, like like people that have any uh, critiques of Vincent Mann, the businessman, uh, they're learning what it takes to keep people in line and sometimes it is yeah. being as stringent as he, as he has been in the past being a bit of an asshole being you know even him just dedicating himself to his physique a certain way just to be a presence and to command and uh elicit a certain type of respect out of people i mean that's yeah. all part of the package man it's not fear neither it's really just a respect thing and um for him to still have any fingertips on this business for the last 50 years that's what it takes B you can't have people come yeah. up in there thinking that they can just bruh if you're going to step to if anybody going to step to Vincent Men, it's literally Bret Hart and Brock Lesnar throwing the belt at him it's yeah. like you know that's it and yeah. I think Nails did something back in the day because he didn't get paid or some shit that's really like you just don't but but every you know these are just growing pains for AEW mm -hmm. I, it was discouraging for me because if anyone's been listening to this show long enough, and we're episode 12, so congrats to us. Yeah, I'm a yeah, CM Punk guy. Doesn't. I ain't never speaking bad on CM Punk. Who does not? I enjoy him. I enjoy all the antics that he comes with. I just, it's great. It's great. And I don't, people like kind of shitting on the matches. I'm like, I think his matches have been fine, all the ones I've seen. He might, I've, heard, I've seen a little slip or something here or there, but like anybody's liable to do that. In terms of the mat, like the match and the psychology and the entertainment value, I've enjoyed the majority of everything I've seen. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so, yeah. and maybe a hot take, but we've both been watching wrestling long enough. He's going to come back to WWE. He's coming back. I, I, he's, he's I'll say back. this: there he's was a point back. in time where I thought it was never going to happen, but I am not completely on that side anymore. I think it's 50-50. I'll go 
It takes Like, one thing. It takes two things, actually. Him and Trips sitting down and having a face-to-face -face and clearing the air. I heard they pieced And then, it up, though. oh, when you talk about that that time he popped up on SmackDown. Yeah, they said that he was, he went, he said before he left, he wanted to talk to him. And her, like, that's what they say. They, they, they pieced Yeah. it up before he left. He was already with Yeah. AEW at the time, but like, they, they, they hashed some things out. I know, I know Look. he, um, I know he had a conversation with the Miz. Mm hmm And they and they um to try and clear the air with him. So that should be water under the bridge. Um he Right. If him we and Seth saw Rollins need to have a talk though. One hundred I know percent. Seth. What's Seth called him? He called him a cancer or something? Seth Yeah, he called him a cancer. Yeah. I mean, I'm not knocking Seth. From the outside looking in, we might surmise that. You know, Yeah. he's the only one that out of us that has worked with him back and just got a, a feel for who he is backstage. But I'm just saying, I used to be on that bandwagon of like, you know, it's over, it's never happening. But we done seen Billy Graham go back and forth with it. We seen what's my man that just passed away? Um, the older dude he sold out the garden mad times. Bruno San Martino. Oh, He 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 used to talk down on them. This dude came back happy as ever. Oh, they don't do their drugs no more. I love these place. He's he came back. We seen the ultimate warrior come back. And if yo, honest, and if he was healthy, no lie, if he was healthy, I think he would have had one
I think yeah. he'll come in like the next two years. That's right. Okay. Before yeah. before he's fifty years old, I think he'll okay. beat it. Okay, because I was gonna say I was gonna put him at like 48, 49. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Fucking Edge just did that. Please. True. True. And Christian too. Christian. Man, Christian's doing great. Y'all yeah, heard about what I said great. about Christian last episode. That dude's doing yeah. great. Please. But this is so CM uh, Punk. Please, man. Imagine yeah. what I really this was like, was like. It gotta be like I feel like he should just debut at the end of a pay per view. And confront mm. Roman Reigns, because I think Roman's out of people to to mess with. I think you know, unless he yeah. messes with his own family now. So I yeah. think there's a great time to like insert him in something. And it's like it's not even on some like we gonna fight next pay per view. Just like yo, I see you, yeah. I'm coming for you. But I work, I work my way up. And maybe know? Punk Punk gets his WrestleMania main event finally. All right. You know, I respect I, I respect his desire, yeah, but. Nothing. I respect his desires there, and I think he can come up with a great story with Roman because he's the one that introduced the Shield, kayfabe. Mm-hmm. CM Punk introduced the Shield, so like, there's a lot they can do on the mic with that. Paul Heyman is there. There's history there. There's mad stuff you could do there. Oh yeah, but definitely. Nothing to me is gonna top Mania night uh, 29 with the Undertaker, and the fact that Paul Bear just happened to die during that that run, yeah. and they played off of it. That was the Undertaker's last good, well, really good WrestleMania match. I'll mm-hmm. say, I, people, I, I, I like the brain match he had at thirty-one, um, but that was the last like good yeah. program that yeah, it was was with CM Punk. So, it's like, sick. I understand his desires to want something, the cachet of it. Maybe there's money attached to it, or you know, whatever you could say career-wise. But for me, as a consumer. I could watch that match today and feel like I'm right back in the moment and like, yo, yeah, this skinny, scrawny dude I thought had a chance, which is ridiculous. Was it what Triple H called him? Skinny fat? Yo, man. But that's his appeal. He's a scrappy dude, man. He's a scrappy dude. So, I mean, AEW will be fun. I ain't still... We're going to revisit this when CM Punk returns. That's all. Yeah. It's um his his run feels like a fever dream now. Because he's yeah. been out with injuries and suspensions and now he's just gone. It's just it's crazy. It, but uh it wasn't, it wasn't meant know, to be. But here's what the discourse is gonna be amongst the internet now. Bearing in mind college football just started. So collision is gonna take a dip in the ratings. But the fact that just coincidentally Punk's firing and the start of college football happened at the same time. People are gonna say, "Oh, without Punk, look how bad his collision is doing." Now, don't get me wrong; I'm sure the numbers would have gone down slightly with Punk being gone. But the drastic drop that you're gonna see because of college football is because of college football. Where people are gonna play it up as Punk not being there. So, because um, this past episode, they um. They opened with like five hundred thousand viewers, um, because because of Tony Khan's live announcement. Okay. And then like after that announcement, it like sharply fell. But we have to keep in mind WWE was running payback and college football was going on oh, at yeah, the same man. time. So. And all these companies so, got to realize, yo, like it's cool to have all these shows as a consumer, but mm-hmm. business wise and just being practical, like there's not enough time in the day for everyone to watch everything when yeah. it's on. 
You yeah. know what I mean? And, and it's not, you can't really, like someone like me, if I were to miss Dynamite, I might check for it another day as well mm-hmm. as I might not. But that's because, and, and that's sort of AEW's fault because they still in the practice or they still learn how to really build stories. I really mm-hmm. feel like I could miss an episode of Dynamite and not miss nothing. You feel me? So mm-hmm. that's why I'm not urgent to have to go back to find it. So you can't bank on people always. That's why you got to make something that's fly so that they could catch it when it's on. You know what I mean? Like I haven't, I, I'm I'm probably not going to watch the whole thing collision last week. And I heard what happened. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. probably won't. You know what I mean? That's just, that's just what it is. So, um, yeah. But it, they will be fine though. I'm not. I'm not sweating AEW. They'll be cool. They'll be cool. Um, Damn, Phil. It's been real, Phil. Indeed, man. We'll, we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Uh, what we got? Oh, quick little note that Sunny Kiss was not renewed at uh, AEW. Yes, yes. I just wanted to make a note of it because, um, as you know, and as the listeners will continue to learn, I ain't really hit with the independent scene i come i am very super franchise based you know yeah they used to make donald's a sports entertainment i recognize it i know what it is it tastes the same no matter what country you go to and so <laughs> i think um the sunny kiss character personality is certainly different from <laughs> anything i've seen in wrestling yeah. and i did appreciate no, I appreciate Tony Khan's uh, openness to a character like that, or to have somebody like uh, Nyla Rose on the roster, um, so on and so forth. Because those are just things that we just don't see. And I, yeah, you know, um, and maybe they just couldn't find nothing for their character. Um, maybe that's why they didn't renew their contract. Uh, but. I'm just glad that they had the opportunity. People know who you are, and yeah. you can still do your thing on the indies and whatnot. But I just think it was important that that at least for the few years that that they were there, that you that they had that exposure. That's all. Yes, you know? definitely, and that helped the wrestling too. Yeah, like yeah. if when you get to see one of the matches, they're really good in the ring. Um, yeah, it sucks that Sonny's gone. Concrete rolls. Um. I know House of Glory just announced them for um their next show, so they're already booking shows already on the indie scene. So that's good that they're not waiting around for a job for for a booking. Yeah. But um, yeah, it sucks. And honestly, I knew like once once Dark and um Dark Elevation were done for, I knew a lot of wrestlers were gonna be out of a contract. Gotta cut the, um, cut the, cut the fat. Yeah, because a lot of, Sonny was one of those wrestlers, like a lot of them got their burn on Dark and Dark Elevation. And with, Who's the name of the wrestler that act like a smart librarian dude? Oh, um, Peter Avalon. Yeah, is he gone? No, he's There's still there. There's a couple characters I'm like, yo, I remember that guy. He's still there. I think he does some back stuff work for them too. Okay. Um, and he's also, he's also an actor. So, okay. Because he's in the, um, He's in one of the Ric Flair car insurance commercials with him. Oh yeah, my God. Beat up okay. by Flair. Yeah. But um, yeah, Dark and Dark car Elevation. Car Shield. Was like, what? Yeah, Car Shield. That's what. 
Man, this is not even an ad. I be thinking about getting them. I be thinking about messing with them. I like my car's still enough mileage under. I might still be able to get insured, but light life with no note. If that's another insurance close to a note, Mm-mm. if that insurance is like a hundred dollars, I ain't getting it. If they talking about fifty dollars, I'm if I do it. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I'm looking into it. Not nothing to do with what we talk about, but yeah. okay, <laughs> that dude is still around. Yeah, but yo, shout out Sunny Kiss, man. Just uh, it's one of me noted that uh, is is just you know. A lot of these characters, I think about how much I haven't seen. Uh, while we on this really quick, well, I guess we'll talk about it a little later. But just on the, on the issue of characters, like I'm, I've, I'm big on uh, Orange Cassidy. I yes. just I love everything about the character. It's funny to me. His pyro is the funniest thing in the world. Salute. <laughs> like the the one spark, and then the two like the two little sparks is hilarious. Like that is one of the most genius. That's so good. Um, and you know, he had a, a loss we'll talk about a little later, but um just shout out to some of those characters I wasn't familiar with, you know, prior to that I got hip to because of AEW. Yeah. So it's, I'm not always shit on AEW y'all, but yeah, and then they have some good things happening. Um and you know that that's one of the the cool things. Um lastly in the hot tag segment though, we got uh history that was made uh this week with uh the most recent win of Gunther, my guy. My Gunther guy. Goat. The the longest reigning now intercontinental champion in the history of the WWE mm-hmm. WWF. The whole shebang. I think his singular reign. I think he if he I forgot the number was but um he has a couple of more weeks where he'll beat Pedro Morales' combined reigns. His two separates were like Something crazy like six hundred fifty-one, something like that. But um, yeah, man, Gunther, get the honky tonk man up out of here finally. Yeah, straight up, it's about time. Was it um? It was him versus Gable three, right on Monday, this past Monday. Or was two? that last Monday? It ain't two? two. Yeah, I thought this. It was the second match they had. The first match, Gable won by countout. Oh, I thought that okay. So that was just like, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they did the rematch. Mark Henry said that, that match made him cry. That's um. I need to go back and watch that. Actually, I had to go go back and watch that, and I still have to go back and watch Trish and um Becky in the cage. Oh, you ain't. Oh, 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 oh. Well, that's that's next on this. That's my slam of the week. What a segue. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Gunther. Shout out to Honky Tonk Man. Uh. You did run well, man. You did you did your thing. But uh now that Gunther mark ain't gonna be hitting a minute because it, t- it takes no. a lot to keep people interested in this yeah. era for that long. It's different in Honky Tonks era where there wasn't as much television mm-hmm. um every week. Now, you could you could see Gunther arguably maybe two or three times a week, depending on the week. So shout out to him. Uh I slam of the week. This uh segment where we, we talk about our favorite match of the week. Um Bro, that cage match is the first match on the card. So you even got to fast forward when you start the show. Okay, bet. It is literally one of my favorite cage matches I've seen in a long time. Like, it's just the whole psychology of I ain't going to give nothing away, but just know, like, these chicks was laying it in. Yeah. And everything they were doing was making sense. And they were taking some chances. And they, they just kept the pace at a certain way. And, and, 
it all made sense. Like, like you know, the um, this is like the fever point of the um their rivalry, and the match felt like it. You know, there was a nice sense of urgency, and I don't want Trish to leave yet. So there you go. It was it was great. She should stick nah, around. She still, she still got it. She definitely good. still got it. It is good. People like she should get off the I mic. I never thought Trish was bad on the mic. Like let her rock and be who she is, man. Yeah, like she wasn't like the greatest on the mic, but she was she was serviceable. You know, like I, she, I, I I never had an issue on the mic. She does yeah. not the type. You can't have her go out there and do a monologue. Yeah, but yeah. she can play off of somebody easy. Like you know what I mean. So just gotta know what people's strengths are. But that that is my slam of the week. Trish ended nice. up with with like a whole. What we call in my family a chi chung on her head, a whole bump on her head. The oh, crazy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, a whole knot. It was amazing. Those ladies, like, and I gotta watch it. The I table for that show, that. and that whole payback show, mad fun. Good. Yeah, it was really fun. It was <laughs> I really had so fun. much fun watching that show. That um, the tag match, the tag title match. Oh my god! It was it the Pittsburgh Street Fight? That Man, that's a that's a that's a, that's a slam fight. of the week candidate. That I was really, crazy. Yeah, I was, yo. And it's funny, like, that match was, that was a long match, honestly. Because yes. yes. at one point, I was like, yo, they still going. Damn, but they, 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 they inserted everything and everyone and, and every turn. Yes. And it was like, give me a break. And I think it was the right finish. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was yeah, the right let's, finish. Let's, let's get it on a real tag team. You know, yeah. a real, and, and they could use that, that, that belt in story to, as a tool to play the guy's story. They all strapped up now. Yeah, man. That's um, a that was a fun match, yo. Yeah, it really was. It was a fun match. Uh that would that was that was I was thinking about making that my slam of the week, but um I had I watched back all out yesterday. Uh-huh. And I was like, yo, this is a really good pick. It was like really good. I didn't know how good it was going to be because how quickly put together the card was. Right. But um, it was really good. Um, And I think my favorite match, my match, my slam of the week is going to be um, give I'm gonna go with Danielson versus Ricky Starks in a strap match. I was gonna I go Hobbs. I was thinking Hobbs Miro because Hobbs and Miro had a really good match, and the that audience just kept ch- was chaining meat, meat slapping. All and Lana came out at the end, and when she came out, they were chaining beat that meat. Like, and Lana looks amazing, by the way. But well, I'm sorry, anyway. you said that they had a chant that said "beat that meat." Yes. Oh my God. The fans were wiling with the meat chance during that oh match. They were wiling with the oh meat chance. Here we but, go. Um, Here we but go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Danielson versus Ricky Starks because it was. I love a good strap match. It's one of those old school matches that I love to see come around every now and mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. Um. But Danielson and they just they beat the shit out of each other, man. Like they put, and it it made Ricky lost, but he he lost due to passing out. So oh, he, he was in quit. a bell lock. No, he didn't quit. He was in a bell lock, and Danielson you had the strap around Ricky's throat. And Ricky was like, "You're gonna have to kill me." Da da da. And he just passed out, and that's how Danielson won the match. So it was um, 
it was they weren't going for the double turn like with Austin and right. Brett, but they were definitely going for that respect in passing out instead of tapping out. And um, it was just it made Ricky a star. And then you know, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was on commentary. He got involved a little. You know, he threw a couple of punches here and then he didn't get he didn't go too crazy. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm gonna say it was that. That's gonna be my slam of the week. And like they had a lot of good matches on that pay per view, but that match just the feeling had a very, very old school mid south two guys just being a snot out of each other type in a modern sense type of feeling. So that's that's my slam of the week right there. That's a good choice, yo. I'm a big Ricky Starks fan. I'm not to go check that out. I, I, yes, he is a he is a sports entertainer for real. Yes, and it's him and now Swerve, too, with, um, I don't know if you caught a clip of Swerve cutting a promo on Hangman Adam Page this past Wednesday, but um, he effectively said, He's basically saying like you, you like you watch, like you're not the man you used to be. And he's like, yo, if I had every opportunity that you got in the past year, I would be the first black world champion here in AEW. I'm like, oh, my man came out, said it with his chest on TV. Yes, hey, these, man. These, they lack in black world champions. Like, let's be for real. Let's be honest. I'm not the hangman page guy. I think that's documented too. He's cool. Yeah. I don't see what is the character. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. Yes, he can wrestle. Right. What's the character? Why do I care? He's not drinking no more. So it's like, damn, that was the one thing I was kind of getting. Oh, with. no, no, no. He is. He, he he had a beer. Oh, he's back to drinking. Think, okay, now yeah. well, might be might be on to something now. He got a beer again. We'll see what he's dealing with. I heard about this promo. And mm-hmm. um some people have an issue with uh Swerve as well, because they feel like he is inauthentic. In terms of his character, so maybe this may be a tweak to his character too, because they, you know, and I heard that he raps and stuff. People are like, yo, you're not a hard rapper. You're from like, you know, a place where there's not really, you know, they don't they don't think it it jives well. Like like those two yeah. worlds with him. And but so, he... um... <laughs> now, go ahead. No, no, I'm saying he 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 is a rapper. As in, like, he takes his rapping seriously. Right. But as far as the songs I've heard, I don't think he, I don't really think he plays into the gangster rapper image in his music. Okay. Okay. I think he leans a little more gangster in his character, but I think he's leaning more to, like, I think he's, I don't even think it's so much gangster as much as is. He's trying to be this, like, cerebral, like, his version of, like, a, Almost like you know how they had those quiet but powerful like hood dudes in movies like they be, you know, saying like um, not like, like that dude that dude in like Duda in the shy. Yeah, he watched the shy. Like he looks very yeah. very, you know, he looked clean cut, almost soft spoken until he's not. Yeah, but the thing is, Swerve is from Seattle, Washington, so people not gonna buy that region as uh, you know. But kayfabe, you know, even though you know there's hoods all over America, sure, sure. But kayfabe, at least, uh, I guess he 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 said what needed to be said. So him and Hangman yeah. should have some some cool matches. 
Yeah. Um, Great opportunity like to swerve. More prominent. Even with event. the loss, ain't Swerve just lose the coffin match and he still like ain't that funny how that worked? Yeah. You just lost, you get to step to somebody else. Like yeah. you just lost. <laughs> hey man, you, you suck. And I'm gonna show you why. Like you just lost, man. I'm not on a losing streak. You are. That's the funny thing. Like that that could have been Hangman's comeback. Like, bro, you talking all the shit. I just won my last match. You just lost yours, but you talking shit about me. It's a simple, it's simple as hell. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? Yeah. yeah shout out Swerve though. It's all good. It's all good. Um, let me see. What else, what else we have here? I think. Oh, well, you know, the a lot was made of the main event of payback uh, with Nakamura and uh, Seth Rollins. I thought they had a. Did you get to catch the match? I, I thought they had a. Really yeah, great match. I did. Yeah. I heard someone say they could have been on Raw. I was like, no, nah, that was a good match. I don't know what y'all talking about. That was like, that was pay per view worthy. I think. Um, I think it's one of those things where you see the names and you you you're expecting this super instant classic, but I think they're gonna eventually run it back. Those two. It's, it's the story. Yeah, I think there's, there's is a the reason back. they held back. Like yeah. they're, they're eventually gonna run it back, and then they'll take it up a notch in their next meeting. But and I know people wanted some people wanted a lot of people wanted Nakamura to win. They were upset with the result. I did. Well, I just thought um, I just thought it'd be interesting because he hasn't had yeah. that chance yet. And yeah. just tweak with his character. I like these vignettes where he's just speaking in Japanese. Yeah. The more they keep him from out in front of the crowd with those, the better. So that you can really internalize what's happening. Cause the stupid ass people in these different states screaming what every second. We none of us speak Japanese. We get it. Let the man just work the joint how he's supposed to work it. Like pause, exactly. you know? Give me a break. It doesn't make sense to me. So I like Seth as a champion. I'm not I'm not mad at the outcome, but I, I just wouldn't have minded uh Nakamura winning. That's all. That's yeah. All. Yeah, I can um, see that. And I not, do not think his... I don't know how many rematches they'll have, but feel like he's gonna get he's gonna get a a win out of it. Yeah. I, yeah. I do think so. Um you know. I think, um, I think that... I think the only match I missed on that pay-per-view was the um the cage match. I missed the cage match and I'm trying to remember. I saw the tag match, I saw Rhea's match, I saw the main event, I saw the um segment when Jay came back. Yeah. Um and then um I think that's like, it, right? you, you like his new song, yo? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Is he rapping himself? Yeah. The name the, the, in, the, in the song he said, "It's just me." <laughs> it's just me, Oops. Oh man. Well, you know what I did like too. What was that? Um, the next night on Raw, how um, nobody was people were like, him. yeah. Shoulder yeah. checking him, like yo, we ain't forget nigga. You was you was beating the shit yeah. out of us for cheers when you was in the bloodline, bro. You spoke with these people for three years, and now yes. we're just supposed to be happy to three years be why cause Sammy said so. Nah, we ain't gonna forget, bro. What you talking about? Every time someone comes out for Sammy saying, Hey man, hey, he's good. He's good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Nah, but I like mm-hmm. how it's a uh, um because you shouldn't that used to be my pet peeve about wrestling. 
back in the day. They you they wanted you to conveniently conveniently forget about shit because someone's a different alliance now. It's like, yo, bro, no. That's eventually a man thing. They don't just forget it. I'm like, bro, let the shit roll over, man. This is a on. I think I I didn't get to watch this video, but someone had a video up. What culture? One of them folks where they were talking about how like Triple H's philosophy on storytelling is like the story never ends, which is really what it's supposed to be. Yeah. And 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 and, and essentially that is what like the rest of the stories only end like when they literally die. That's yeah, basically. <laughs> or they Until retire. Then, until then, you're always doing something, you yeah. know. For you know, Dusty Rhodes will come back, give you a bionic elbow. That's still part of the story. He did mm-hmm. see his sons with the tag team belts. That's still part of Dusty Rhodes' story, far as I'm concerned. It's still it, it never ends. Never. No, that ends. makes sense. That makes Rick sense. Flair had a last match last year, I think. Part of the story. <laughs> That's part of his story. As you know, I mean, all the stuff that goes on with Punk, part of the story, the yeah. good and the bad. You know, um, you know, so it is it is good that 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 Jay caught a little smoke and and, and I think it has to be a gradual thing where he has to I don't want to say prove himself, but like I don't think he's gonna make the conscious decision like, oh look at me, I'm gonna show you. But I do think over time people will soften on what happened. They'll see that he's like legit and not like his brother, you know. Yeah, and I think that um they're supposed to announce tonight who who he got traded for because they're saying it was a swap, a wrestler swap. It wasn't just Raw getting Jay. They're saying someone's coming to SmackDown. So people are assuming it's Cody. Um, I've heard Cody and I've heard uh, what's my man, uh, Kevin Owens. I've heard those two names. Kevin, I don't know if they are they going to really break up the tag team. I know they just lost the titles, but I think Cody is, there... is, is a player. Yeah, makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, have them because we're what what we're now September. It's mm-hmm. time to start planting the seeds for WrestleMania. If you are indeed gonna do the Cody winning, finally winning the belt thing there, but um, yeah, man, we'll see. SmackDown tonight. The way that they reveal it, it I don't want them to do like welcome the new member. You think that music just got a hit when Roman is in the ring? I don't know what Roman got to be mm-hmm. in the ring for tonight if he's there tonight. But I yeah. think that's the only way to do it. And it doesn't mean that they got to fight immediately. But it has to be a situation where he putting them on notice. Like, yo, yeah, you thought I was out your hair. But I pulled off a, a coup. You know what I mean? We They got me and they got your brother over there. Yada, yada, yada. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll do a, a, a program with, with Jimmy or some shit like that. And then if they don't do it, they could just uh, if they do it that way, he should the show should just open up with his music hitting. Other than that, that could work too. Yeah, that could so work. That too. background, that background was like fucking up my video. Yeah, man, my yo, face man. blinking in and out. You just reminded me I gotta need to work out my damn self. <laughs> nah, man, it's rough, yeah. but um. We'll see. We'll see who, or we'll see what Cody. I'm gonna assume it's Cody, and just say we'll see what Cody's gonna be up to while on SmackDown. Because I don't think you jump right into the Roman feud. No, you can't. You can't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what your plans are, but I don't think that should be the plan. Yeah, you get a little heater feud in the meantime, and then boom. Around what December, 
you can start planting those seeds. Yeah, that 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 yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Who knows? They'll keep things interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah man, anything else we should touch on? I don't have anything else. I think that's so notable in my mind. No, the only thing is, I think um, like the logistics of wrestling. I know AEW is going back to Saturday pay per views now. They do um because they um because the cons own the Jacksonville Jaguars. They don't like to run pay per views on Sunday during the football season. Yeah, that is um conflict. Yeah, so. Yeah. Which is good for me. I prefer Saturday pay per views, especially during the winter when it's cold and you ain't really trying to leave the crib yeah, or do yeah, anything. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it, that definitely I'm all for that. And um, interesting. The is it. So that means the next pay per view, which I believe is full gear, is going to be on Saturday. So what they're doing that week is they're going to air Collision. On Friday, which will be going head to head with SmackDown at the eight o'clock spot. So, is Collision going to be a live show? Yeah, Collision will be live. But what's I, the I, name? What's the name of the other Friday show right now? It's with an R, right? Um, Rampage, but that comes Rampage. on at ten o'clock. Yeah, that comes on at ten o'clock. So they're going to do Collision from eight to ten, and then Rampage at ten o'clock at its normal. They're still going to do a Rampage. Cheese on bread. Yeah, they got a TV contract. They have to. Rush. <laughs> they have to. But um, it'll be interesting to see how both respective shows are booked for that night. Because it's a go-home show for AEW, so I don't think it'll be... Set some good main event. They should set two big main events. They should have yeah. a big Rampage main event and a yeah. big Collision main event. Because that way you might grab people from SmackDown for, for Collision, but if you have a big enough main event for Rampage, you definitely don't get the overflow in SmackDown done. Yeah, definitely. If you got some real shit happening. Yeah. That. Hopefully and, um, it I, the right way. It's in, um, ooh, I think, November. So I think there was speculation that SmackDown might be airing on FS1 that night anyway. It's never so, a good man. night for them when that happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a, well, I don't know what would preempt them. I can't, nothing comes to mind of what would preempt them off of Fox on a Friday night, um, unless it was maybe baseball. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, like baseball playoff related. That, that'd be the only thing. Yeah, it might be baseball. That's a trip. We'll, we'll see. It'll be, it'll be interesting. I think. It's um, just- it's a blessing no. that we have these. These are good problems to have. Again, this is yes. really like me being a kid flipping between USA and TNT. Mm-hmm. I literally have a VHS tape that I was recording around the time of WrestleMania 12, where it was the episode of Raw when uh, Kevin Nash opened the casket and saw himself in the casket. Okay. And I was switching between that and whatever fight was going on on Nitro. And Brian Pillman and Ric Flair beefing with Macho Man and and and, and Randy Savage. Sorry, not man, not Macho Man. Hulk Hogan <laughs> and Randy Savage. Yeah. And and there's a point in that VHS where I I was switching channels and I you know I, I fucked up and like I chose the wrong channel. I went to like TBS instead of TNT. 
you see some other shit that just had nothing to do with nothing, and you could have sensed my frantic. Like, no, and I went back to that's what it used to be, man. It's like, oh, like, like I think what I remember the channels back then, but it was like thirty something and thirty something. They were near each other. If you got one number yeah. off, went to the wrong one. It's like, oh, I can't miss a second. I gotta go back. Like I used to see it. You're in those times again, and it's just hilarious. You know, it's I love it. I love it. It's like, yo, who's wrestling? Oh, I don't like his match. So I'm gonna flip over and see what's going on over here. All right, boom. Oh, they're on commercial. Let me flip back and see what's going on over here. Through Absolutely. Zoom. Absolutely. You know, it was just a fun time, man. So I'm glad people in this generation coming up, they're getting a little taste of that. It's not as urgent because there's so <laughs> many ways to watch content, but back then when you had to be there and it wasn't no replay. Oh my yeah. god! You better be you better That's be it. in front of your screen. Oh, Stop yeah. playing. Or have the VCR recording. Something, yo, for real. Like nothing, nothing hits like watching the old VHS of wrestling. Like you can watch like old shows on the network, of course, but it's different when you pop in that VHS because you're getting the live broadcast. So there's no edits or yep. anything like that. And my favorite thing to do when I watch those old tapes is to see the commercials. I know because the commercials they the commercials would trip you out and take you down the memory lane and you're like oh shit I remember this da, 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 da. you know what commercial I remember on that tape is uh they used to have a commercial for uh winter fresh gum and it'll be like uh, <laughs> you know the average degrees in your body in your mouth is ninety eight point six degrees and this guy was like oh yeah. And then they'll give you some winter fresh or some shit, like, but with the winter fresh, and then this song starts and they go much, much, and then this dude is like, I, I can remember this song. The dude is like, what he said, took much, and this guy goes, ooh, but then this should go, I see cool flavor, I see cool bread. Yo, I remember that song. I remember that song now. And I think that's <laughs> in that, that VHS. And I can remember watching that bar. <laughs> when they got the whole your mouth is 98.6 degrees. There's like a whole fist flames behind it. And oh, I'm yeah. like, you see it right now. It's hilarious. Yeah, so that was that, a good time for commercial. Oh, man. Man. oh yeah. All the um, all the JVC kaboom box. The There's so many good ones. Man. Commercials. Bob we got a baby, the... it's a boy. You Listen. know. <laughs> oh my god oh listen I was watching an old I think it was like Smackdown tape and it was a commercial but um oh what was the commercial damn I forgot what the product was but it was basically a dude was like selling these like ceramic dolls and it like had all these different sayings that you know pissed people off and you bought one and broke and got to smash it and it'll be stuff like, oh, it was like a woman buying a, a toy and it'd be like, oh, that doesn't make you look fat. That doesn't make you look fat. That doesn't make you look fat. And she'll smash it. And it was one where it was a dude and he was, it, and it's like, it happened, oh, it happens to all the guys. It happens to lots of guys. It happens to lots of guys. And he's smashing that shit. And I'm like, yo, as a kid watching this, I ain't know the context of what these dolls were saying. But this is a little too adult for me to be watching as a kid. Here's, um, I don't think this commercial is as old as those, but this used to crap me up where like this guy was on a job interview and, mm-hmm. and, uh, damn. Oh, okay. And so like the guys that he's interviewing with, the dude name is Mr. And it's like 
D U M A S S. And oh, so he walks in, and this dude is like, Mr. "Yo, how you doing, Mister Dumbass? I used to love the da da da, Mister Dumbass." He says all this dumbass mad times, and this dude goes, "It's pronounced Dumas." Dumas. Yes. The dude's like, "Oh shit, I'm getting fired." Damn, bruh. That is one of the funniest because it reminds me of like there used to be a character on full on on a Family Matters. He was a custodian, and yeah. he, he was Mister. They called Mr. him Mister Looney. Looney. Hey, Mister Looney, how you doing? And every episode, he'd be like, "It's Looney. Hey, it's, it's French." French. <laughs> Son, and you know what else that remind me of? This is random, but it was um, and I can't find it on the internet, but it was Norman Smiley on an episode of Nitro. Okay, and you know he's being you know he's doing the wiggle. It was doing it was doing a promo, but w- like wiggle like, version or like serious? Yeah, wiggle version, wiggle version. And he was like, "I'm sick of all because you know he's British and so he's you know being pompous and shit." And he's like, "Yo, I'm sick of all you people pronouncing my name wrong. My name is Normain Smiley. It ain't Norman Smiley." And I was like, <laughs> "My son was sounding like a BT character for a second. Shout out to Norman Smiley. Yo, big time. He's one of the best ever." I don't, man, Listen, that dude was so entertaining. If you don't know him before his big wiggle WCW run, that dude was probably top five technical wrestlers on the planet. If you Which is the funniest thing about his Japan, character. He's know, no right? slouch. But then he just turned into like this jokey ass character. But like the but wiggle, he has man, the he has the, the he has the respect of his peers, which is important. Yeah. But that, yeah that wiggle shit he used to do, that she's a crap we um, Yo, I used to do that shit all the time. I used to do that shit and I used to do the Alex Wright dance all the time. You know who remind me of that? That dude over in AEW right now, man. I think my man Dan something. Oh, my man Dan, you gonna see him with Oh, my God. That is, that is Alex Wright, bro. Straight up. That is Alex Wright. That dance is so damn funny. Son. That you shit see is so last funny. week, he's, he's all up in Renee's face doing it. And he's I just didn't like, see that. Mm. Mm, just all of the face during the backstage promo. Moxley should have showed up just on some. I'm just walking by, like, excuse me. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I'd have been fired. Like, what are you? What are you doing? They're back to hell yeah. Shout out Norman Smiley, man. Shout out Daniel Garcia. Yeah, man. man. These antics. These are all elements. You know, they said like there's five elements to hip hop and shit. Like these are all elements yeah. to professional wrestling. It's not only hell about yeah. the work rates, man. Like I can remember. You know, I can remember when when Alex Wright stopped doing the dancing. He became like a darker character. I'm like, bro, yeah. get back to the dancing, B. But it's all that's all yeah, part of the funny. phases of a character. You got to go. When Daniel Garcia decides, right, I'm gonna get serious now, he's mm-hmm. gonna stop dancing and he's gonna be like a bad guy maybe. But when it's time for him to go back to face, that you're gonna you're gonna know he's a face again because he's gonna do the dance. Exactly. That's why it's cool to have these exactly. elements there. That is that's the that's the best part of this shit. It's the best part of this shit. You know? gotta have a hook, man. Like something that characterizes you in some way. But you He'll gotta have yeah, you no no, I'm saying he has that with the dance now, but like in general, that's what a re- as a wrestler you should have because you gotta have something that people remember about you. Oh, a thousand percent. Because if they don't remember anything about you, they ain't gonna miss you. Like they like you be going for a couple weeks and be like, I don't know, oh, I even know this. 
No, it, it, it's the truth. It's the truth. You know. Ah. On that note, we hope we gave y'all some laughs. You know, trip down memory lane with them commercials. Yes, yes. <laughs> but this that has is... been another episode of the best of both worlds of wrestling. Yes, sir. Sure. And um, to quote Tony Storm, chin up, tits out, and watch for the shoe. That's very funny. She got to keep that going. Yes, she does. She she's <laughs> saying she's knocking it out the park now. But that is all we have for you this week. Yeah, man, no doubt, man. Later on.